Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship our God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a wonderful ministry of music this morning. Bless God. We thank him, we honor him, we glorify him. Come on, join me in prayer. Father, we bless your name. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for worship. Thank you for the anointing in this place that only you can provide. God, we ask that you have your way. Let the words of my mouth and the very meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, saints. I want you to join me. This is going to be the last in this series, and I, I was going to leave it alone, but of course, as I said to uh, Deacon Medina, the statement that uh, I heard uh, Dr. A. Lewis Patterson say one time, that every time I want to stop, the next verse is calling to me saying, say a word about me. And uh, this is the case. These last two verses have been calling to me saying, say a word about me. Read in your hearing in the Message Bible, those words in uh, Job chapter, six, chapter 42, verses 16 and 17 will be the concentration of our thinking for this morning. It says, Job lived on another 140 years, living to see his children and his grandchildren. Four generations of them, then he died, an old man and full of life. The word of God for the people of God, thanks be to God. It's interesting to me that the close of the chapter ends in such a manner. It ends in the way in which all of us at some point must go. The Job, even though God blesses him, heals him, delivers him, and takes him from his place of utter sickness and suffering and sorrow, at some point we all have to leave here. And so when we talk this morning, living in the aftermath of trauma, this is the fourth iteration of it. Job lives in the aftermath of trauma. And if this text is anywhere near correct, then Job lived 140 years after he went through what he went through. Meaning that what he went through is nothing to be compared with what life he had left that could be lived that the duration of the time, the season of his sorrow, the season of his suffering, the season of his sadness, the season of his sullenness, the day and the time of that was not to be compared to the glory that was to come. If, if, we, if we locate this closely, we, we locate this time frame here into a context of the early books of the Bible when men and women were living a longer period of time. We, we located there, and I'll come back to that point, but the point the text draws out on, which tells you how old the story is just by the number of years projected that he lived, it, it reminds us of something 
that if one were to think about it, and, and, and I trust I'm going to hit it again in a moment, but, but if one were to think about it, if Job lived about 70 years before he had his issue, then what one has to realize then, that no matter how long the duration of the issue, can I just throw seven there? He still had 140 more years left to celebrate life. Somebody needs to hear me right now because, see, the trick of the enemy, the master craftsman that the devil is, is the, is the craftsman of deception and deceit. And what he would like to fool you into believing that the now you're experiencing is forever. And you need to realize that what we are dealing with now is but a moment in time when one puts time against eternity. What you have to recognize is, no matter what's happening right now, God is still God in the midst of it all. And, and so, so I think Job might, might be able to offer to us some, some final lessons from this text. And I, I'll try not to be very long to, to give you these, because what I want to give you is three final lessons from Job. Three final lessons from Job. Three final lessons. You, you, you hold with me for just a moment because... These three last lessons come out of the last two verses. They're, they're short verses, but they're so full in them when you realize what they say. The, the, the first lesson that, that I gather when I read this text is, number one, the future is dependent on you getting through your present. That'll shout right there all day in a hailstorm. The future is dependent on you getting through your present. Let me, let me see if I can preach this up in here. You need to realize that what you're dealing with now, if you don't get through it, you're going to mess up what God has planned for your future. Let, let me, let me, let me. You don't want to disappoint the future that God has put before you because you couldn't handle some trouble right now and some difficulties right now. You need to go ahead and get through what you're going through to get to where you're going to. You, you understand something? Suffering overshadowed a portion of his life, but it didn't define his life. Let me say it again. Suffering overshadowed a portion of his life, but it didn't define his life. Yes, there was a time when he went through. And there was a time when he was suffering and struggling, but it didn't define his life. I want to just preach here. I, I'm, I get so excited. I, 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 I've done all the things I've done since March have been outdoors. And I've had some, some outdoors, some difficult things to take care of. I've done funerals, several of them, which have been outdoors. And, and, and the only time I went in was to celebrate the life of my dear brother my, and my good friend, the Bishop of New London, the real Bishop of New London, Bishop L.D. Cornish. And I only stayed for a few minutes because I, I realized that this is a difficult season of this pandemic. But, but I had to do one, uh, one thing. And it was outdoors, but it was such a joyous occasion that I could not do it because I had to celebrate with Melvin and Venetia their wedding. 
because it was an exciting time. And, and I had to celebrate it because we're in celebrating it, I celebrated love that began in the church. They met in church. They fell in love serving God and they worshiped God in church. And I had to celebrate it. I had to celebrate it, but I had to celebrate one more reason because I realized their testimony because it wasn't long ago when my dear cousin Melvin was, was sick and really going through some things in his body. But the God that we serve carried him through that. It was a difficult moment. So we're at the wedding and everybody's happy and joyous. And all of a sudden you see him getting ready to walk in and people start tearing up. You see her walking in and people start tearing up. And those tears were tears of celebration of the wedding. But they were also tears of celebration that they found each other. And there was celebration that after what he had been through physically, God had blessed him to find the right beautiful mate to move. Y'all that missed it went over your head. Let me help you here. It didn't matter what he'd been through because God was taking him to something better and what you have to realize is that what you're dealing with now I need to talk to somebody somebody you got a bad diagnosis and so it seems like it's gonna be forever somebody you just started chemo and you really feeling bad on it and you're starting to throw up somebody you started chemo and your hair is falling out somebody's going through something right now in your body your heart is not regulated right you've got atrial fibrillation you've got high blood low blood or no blood at all somebody's dealing with diabetes Somebody is dealing with some form of upsetment and mental torment right now. Your mind is doing jumble jumble and going crazy. But I need to tell you, if you get through your present, your future is much better than your present. Your now does not have to define your life. <sighs> and, and, and you know, you know, you know, I... I know it's difficult, but, but you've got to realize that the future is dependent on you getting through your present. Watch this, watch this. If Job doesn't get through his present, seven sons are not born. Come on, help me preach this. If Job doesn't get through his present, three beautiful women are not introduced to the world. If Job doesn't get through his present, four generations never come into existence. If Job doesn't get through his present, the blessing that God wanted to give him in restoring the things that were lost will never happen. You gotta get through your present so you can get to the present that God has for you. Uh, <laughs> don't you give up? Because it's hard, I, I feel like this. You, you are more than what you're going through. I need to say it again. You are more than what you're going through. I know you're going through something, but you're more than what you're going through. Ah, glory to God. You, you, you're more than that. You, 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 you're more than what you're going through. This season, uh, and this is a season, and it's not forevermore. This is a season. This is a season, and it's not forevermore. Let me do it again. Y'all need to help me here. This is a season, and it's not 
forevermore. Just like they got through the flu, just like they got through the Spanish flu, we're going to get through the pandemic of COVID-19. Somebody asked me if the church will survive, just like the church survived the Spanish flu, the church will survive COVID-19. This is a season. This is not forevermore. It is not a testament that God has abandoned us. It's a season, and I'm going to get through this season because God has plans for me. I know what God has planned for me, and it's greater than the season that I'm experiencing right now. I know what God has planned for me. It's greater than the upset that I'm dealing with right now. I know what God has planned for me. It's greater than the trial I'm going through right now. I know what God has planned for me. It's greater. I feel like preaching up in here. James chapter 5 verse 11 says this. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. Y'all hear me? Woo. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. Lord, help me here. What I've got to do is I've got to persevere because I know the Lord that I serve is very compassionate and merciful. All I got to do is persevere. Let, let me let me let me let me keep going. I gotta I gotta hustle. I know my, my walk with me just a little bit further. I feel like working this thing for a minute here. Number two, number two, the future is dependent on your grounded perspective. Your grounded perspective, uh, foundational. Uh, your 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 perspective based on being rooted and grounded in God. Uh, uh, yeah yeah yeah. I know that what you're going through could make you want to throw in the towel. I, I know what you're going through could make you want to give up. But, but the future is dependent upon you staying grounded. That despite what you go through and despite who's talking in your ear, you don't lose what God is doing in your life. Uh, I'm preaching in here today. If I never holler again, this going to bless somebody. You've got to stay grounded. Stay grounded. Don't, don't, don't let anybody take you off your game. Don't let anybody take your Jesus. Oh, I'm becoming atheist now. I'm an agnostic now. I don't know if I believe anything anymore. I, I thought it was going to be perfect. I thought life would be a flowery bed of ease. And now I'm going through so much. And if God loved me, I wouldn't have got this diagnosis. And if God loved me, that person wouldn't have mistreated me. If God loved me, everything would have worked out like I wanted to. If God loved me, my children would be perfect. Well, God loves you and all those things still happen because that's called life. You need to know. Stay grounded come, come here Job help me with my last this last couple of lessons Job chapter 2 verse 9 Job said then his wife said to him do you still hold fast to your integrity wait a minute I need to help somebody someone's going to ask you do you still believe in God like you used to believe now that you're going through this, you, you done lost your job. You still believe in God? You don't have the money you said. You, you still believe in God? I don't see you running now. I don't see you hollering now. Where you Jesus now? Where you God now? Oh, wait a minute. Here she said, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Then she said, curse God and die. But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women speak. 
Shall we indeed accept good from God and shall we not accept the adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. I want to help somebody right now. You need to get this in your mind. I don't care what you go through. You hold on to what God has already done for you. You hold on to God's unchanging hand. Don't let anybody try to separate you from the love of God. Don't let anybody try to take you away from trusting in God and believing in God because the God you serve is yet able. The God you serve is still in the blessing business. The God you serve is still opening doors that no man can shut. The God you serve is still making a way out of no way. And the God you serve has thoughts and intents of his heart that are directed for you. He's made plans on your behalf. And believe me, God is working it out on your behalf. Okay. I got it. I'm done now. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I know y'all, y'all, y'all said yourself that how in the world he see all that in them two little verses. But I got more. Wait, wait, there's more. I know it sounds like an infomercial. Wait, wait, there's more. Come on back. Here you go. The future is dependent on your growth and passion. The future is dependent on your growth and passion. Let let me me help you here. Some of y'all going to grow up in God during this season. You're going to grow up. You're going to find out you had more faith than you knew you had, and you're going to get a new passion for living. You're going to grow up. Your future is dependent upon you growing up now. It's time out now. No more, no more baby school. You in big school now, baby. This is the real deal. You in the, you on the battlefield for your Lord. The future is dependent now upon you growing up. Your growth and your passion for life. Uh, Let me tell you something. You're not going to get through what you got to get through if you don't grow up and, and man up and woman up and put your, your, big, your big girl and big boy underwear on and get ready to, to deal with life like life is. Oh, Shadow. Let me, let me see. In the aftermath of trauma, you must determine to go on with life. In the aftermath of trauma, you must determine to go on with life. Uh, yeah, y'all, y'all don't know about this. The old school would say, I believe I'll run on. See what the end going to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you're at your house, you need, to, you need to tell somebody, I believe I'll run on. See what the end going to be. I, I, I ain't going, I ain't scared. I'm, I'm going to run on and, and see what the end is going to be. Uh, I feel it. Woo. Your greatest testimony of divine grace is to live. I'm walking down somebody's street. God's preaching at somebody's house. God's talking in your ear right now. Your greatest testimony of divine grace is to live. Every day you wake up, you make the devil out of a liar. Every day you don't give up, you make the devil out of a liar. Every day you don't throw the towel in, you make the devil out of a liar. Your greatest testimony of divine grace is to live. You've got to live. You've got to live. You've got to live. I, 
I know you suffered without sin, but live. I know you suffer without sin, but live. I know you, I know you suffer. I know you, I know you went through. I, 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 let, me, let me do it again. You didn't get that one. Let me try it another way. I know you're struggling without sin, but live. <laughs> Go ahead and live. Don't, 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 don't let anything stop you. Go ahead and, and live. I, I, let, let, me, let me do it one more time because y'all ain't got me just yet. I'm going to hit it one more again see if I can make it happen. I know you're sacrificing without sin, but live. Uh, you, you need to tell somebody, live, 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 live. Let, let me help. I'm, I'm preaching up in here today because God wants somebody who was on the edge of giving up and sitting on the edge of quiet desperation. Uh, God's trying to tell you something. Don't give up in the midst of this season determined to live. Don't give up in the midst of this season determined to live. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. This is a word from glory. God, God is blessed. Don't give up in the midst of this season. Determined to live. And, 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 and I want to tell you this. Live life until he says well done. L live your life until he says well done. Job lived. And the Bible says full of life. Until God said it was over, Job kept on living. Year 100, looked like I done lived a long time, Lord. God said, keep on living. Year 110, I done lived a long time. God said, keep on living. You don't know when God's going to call you from labor to reward. But live your life until he says, well done. Let, let, me, let me see. Can, can I do this one last one? Live your best life now. Live your best life now. Live your best life now. Let me, let me work it. I'm working the text. This is all in the book. I ain't made nothing up yet. This is in the book. Verse 16 says, And Job lived 140 years and saw his children and grandchildren for four generations. Watch this. The Septuagint determined that Job lived at, to, to live to be at least 70 years years after his, well, let me say, 170 years after his calamity. That Job lived 170 years after his calamity. He lived another hundred, wait a minute, I got to work this out. He lived, wait, did that mess up? No, I, I got it right. 170 years. Okay, wait a minute. So now, if Job was 70 at the time of his suffering, and this text says he got 140 years more. Then he lived for a total of 210 years. Wait a minute now. Okay, y'all look at that while I figure this out because I'm, I'm doing the math in my head. I'm doing the mathematicians. Y'all work on this now. Because uh, he lived 210 years, y'all. Yeah, 210 years of life. Now, which, which takes us back to Genesis 11. And if you look at Genesis 11, it, it, it really going to bless you. It, Genesis 11:32 says, said, Job, you, you, when we look at it, 
you, you live longer than even Abraham's daddy. Because Genesis 11.32 says, So the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Now Terah was the father of Abraham, and probably in the contemporaneous time of the Job narrative. So, so Job lives five years after the man who birthed as the father of the nation of Israel. Come on here. Job went through what he went through and still outlived the man who birthed the father of the nation into the world. Come on here. What, what I want to help you here with is that Job stayed around because God wanted him to be here. Watch this. Now, 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 I know all of y'all know Psalm 90 verse 10, which that reminds us of God shortening the length of days on the face of the earth. 90 verse 10 says the days of our lives are now 70 years. Watch this. Job had his trouble at 70. Now the days of our lives are 70 years, and by reasonable portion of strength, 80 years, yet they're both, both uh, only labor and sorrow, for it will soon cut off and fly away. In other words, now, now we're down to 80 as the, as the age of promise, but, but, but he lived 210 years. I ain't done yet. Because the text says something else. The text says that he saw his children and his grandchildren for four generations. Favor was revealed by the growth of his family. Watch this. Job wasn't just a grandfather. He was a great-great-grandfather. He lived. I'm preaching up in here today. To see four generations, if I can just walk this just a little longer, because I'm almost done, but I got to stop somewhere. Listen, here. it was a blessing, and the Bible is trying to describe how blessed Job was by indicating these four generations at the end of the text. Because if one looked at Genesis chapter 50, verse 23, it says Joseph saw Ephraim's children to the third generation. The children of Mishkah, the son of Manasseh, were also brought up on Joseph's knees. Now Joseph was blessed. He was blessed to get three generations. But Job was blessed and saw four generations. Come on back, you, you, you ain't got me yet. Psalm 126, uh, 128 verse six says, yes, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Proverbs 17 and 6 says, Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children is their father. Job lived so long that even Eliphaz's prophecy had to come to pass because God bestowed upon him full life. God gave him full life. Let me help you see Eliphaz's prophecy. Job 5 26 says, you shall come to the grave at a full age as a sheep of grain ripens in its season. In other words, what God has done for Job was to give him a full life. 
after all he'd been through. Let me, y'all need to go back. Job, you don't get the full life if you don't get through that rough patch in your life. Lord, help me here again. You don't get what God has if you don't get through that bump in your road. You don't get what God has if you don't get through your valley. You don't get what God has if you don't get through your storm. You don't get what God has if you don't make it through your hurricane. You don't get what God has if you don't get through your tornado. But if you can just get through what you're going through, God's got something on the other side of what you're dealing with I got I got more I, I just need yeah 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 live the future I'm, I'm done I'm gonna stop after I did this out live I'm speaking to somebody's spirit right now live the future is depending on you getting through the present. Live! God talking to somebody right now. Don't you, don't, 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 don't give up. Live! God speaking to your spirit. I know you had a give up in your mind. You, you had a throw in the towel in your mind. But God said live. Listen, listen. Don't you dare disappoint the future. Don't you dare disappoint the future. Generations are depending on you to hold on and hold out. There it goes. There, don't you dare disappoint the future. Generations, generations are depending on you to hold on and hold out. Uh, I've got to leave you now. Let me give you this last thing and I'm going to sit my rattle maker John down and get out your way. Listen here. Grace, God's grace will see you through if you just go ahead and live. God, ah, yeah, glory. God's grace will see you through if you go ahead and live. Now I need you to decree and declare with me. If somebody who's sick right now, somebody who's afflicted right now, somebody who's on the edge of quiet desperation right now, somebody who feels like throwing in the towel right now, Bishop, look it in your face and I need you to speak with me in this word. I need you to lift up your head. I need you to pick up your spirit. I need you to shake yourself off. I need you to get to your therapist if you need your therapist. I need to get to your prayer closet. I need you to take your medicine. I need you to get in prayer. I want to shake you up right now and I want you to decree and declare with me Psalm 118 verse 17 and I want you to decree and declare with me and say I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. You need to say it for yourself. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not give up, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not surrender, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not be defeated, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not throw in the towel, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not surrender, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I will live.
Live! 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 Father, we bless your name. We thank you for this word. Somebody needed this word. Somebody needed to know that you're with them. That just as you promised, you'll not leave them nor forsake them. But you will be with them even until the end of the world. Give them strength. And as they rehear this sermon over and over again, cause it to encourage them. Cause it to encourage them. Remind them the future is depending on them getting through the present. Help them to get through. In Jesus' name. Amen. I opened the doors of the church to you. Maybe somebody who's there listening to us in cyberspace would like to find a church home. I want you to join us here at Shiloh. Whether you live in New London or anywhere else in the world, you can become a cyber member of the Shiloh Church family. And I want you to just contact us here at this church. Contact us here. And the, the email address is there. You can also call us this week. Tell us, I received Jesus even as I heard Bishop preach. And our diaconate will get right back to you and we will minister to you and welcome you into the family of the Lord Jesus Christ. I love you already with the love of the Lord. I pray this message today has inspired you in a special way because this word was intended for you. How do I know that? because you're listening to it. And that's because God wanted you to hear it. Share this word with somebody. Somebody needs to know they don't have to give up. They've got to keep on going. God's got a blessing on the other side of trouble. I love you right now with the love of the Lord. Shiloh family, join me in giving this morning. We're going to give as unto the Lord. My wife and I, we bought our tithing check-in as normal. We already have submitted our tithes, but I want you to get your tithe. You get your offering. There are several ways to give. There's the cash app at Shiloh NL. And you make sure you find the Shiloh New London. There are Shilohs almost in every city. So make sure you're blessing New London. And uh, I want to bless those other places, but... If God intends for you to bless this, Shiloh, I want you to bless it. Amen. Also, I want you to get on Givelify. You can use Givelify, or you can mail it to us. Send it to P.O. Box 929, New London, Connecticut, Shiloh Church here in New London, Connecticut. I want you to give in the offering and to give it as unto the Lord. Amen. I love you now with the love of the Lord. What a blessed day we've had. What a blessed day, what a blessed day.